0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Football Down Under podcast. Uh, You've got me as your host today, Yoni, and today I've got with me both Alex and we have a special guest as well, Adam. Uh, Boys, how are you going?
1: Yeah, good, mate. Very good. Happy to be. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, What I'll do, Adam, I'll just kind of get you, you know, just to introduce yourself a little bit. You know, so the people here kind of know where, where you're from and what we've invited you as well. Um quick intro for everyone. This is gonna be a Manchester United kind of preview for the season, review of the preseason, etc. So um it's just the three of us. It's gonna be Man United heavy. All right. Um, Adam, do you mind just letting us know a little bit about you?
1: Yeah, so um I yeah, so I'm nearly fifty years old, so I've been around been around the bush with the United for a long time and um, I actually run a podcast myself called Man Cave United, so uh, I actually do all my uh, podcasts from a cave. I've got a uh, Manchester United cave with with history dating back to probably 1906. Soon I'll have uh, I'm a big card collector as well, like Yoni, and um, so I love United's history. And um, even though my mind goes blank on players at times, I, I'm enthralled by it. So. Uh, like everyone's passion for United, you fall in love with the with the club, and and there's nothing else that matters more to you in life than Manchester United. I'm afraid so. It's, uh, it's an addiction, and um, it'll always be that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I 100% criticism? agree, and it's um it's been a very depressing addiction for the last few years, but it's looking a lot better now. Yeah. Um and just for anyone who's listening obviously you can't see the recording but um I definitely recommend going and having a look at Adam's YouTube you can kind of see the man cave in that as well it is phenomenal so anyone who's a man United fan you should actually have a look at that it is super um and the other thing as well Adam is involved in the supporters club for New South Wales as well yeah. um I think you do the social media
1: Yeah yeah so I do um the social media with a couple of other fellas um with uh manchester united supporters club new south wales so we always encourage anyone that doesn't matter where you are around the world any state go and find your local supporters club because it always works well with people especially if you're a collector and you want to talk everything united so i've been part of the supporters club since it started in 1994 we're actually celebrating 30 years next year so um we're gonna have a big function for that next year, and we're trying to get a few players over and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's awesome, and our home grounds at Scruffy Murphy. So look out for it.
0: Yeah, sounds like a perfect time to join in. Then <laughs> you know, be pre- prepped up <laughs> for that next year. And um, I mean, just to touch base with everyone, Alex and I actually went to an event that was organised by the supporters club in January.
2: Alex, super event. Yeah, no, it was great. We saw so floor ups, so obviously. Uh, The lads are from Sydney. I'm from Melbourne. So I flopped to Sydney in January for a holiday, made made a point to catch up with Yoni. But at the same time, United had the derby against City, the game played at Old Trafford. So made a point to go watch it at Scruffy Murphy with the Sports Association and massive turnout packed. They nearly didn't let me in. I was just explaining my um, arm twisting to allow the security to to get me in. So it was an amazing experience. The whole, it was absolutely packed. Could not get a seat. And, of course, the atmosphere for a Derby was great. It was a good time, Saturday at 11.30 p.m. And to get the win as well, the scenes on Rashford's winner was just incredible. You know, for someone who, look, unfortunately, haven't had the opportunity to go to Old Trafford just yet, but for someone who has spent the majority of their United life watching from the comfort of a couch or or a bed to be able to go be among it with a bunch of United fans in in a situation where it's it's kind of like a Derby atmosphere. Everyone's there united to pun intended united to, to watch their team play and get a big win was there was just nothing like it and and yeah our um mine and yanni's celebrations was actually caught on camera and um just looking back at it <laughs> um that was and i had a fun trip i actually had a really fun trip up there in sydney but to be honest that's probably the highlight that was actually just such a fun night I had an amazing dinner then went and got to see a yeah got to have a beautiful experience and watch watch my team get a big win in the derby Really i got to tell you, anymore. I remember that you I'll were going to be it. about
0: 45 minutes late and I was filming because <laughs> I got there so early to get our seats. And I was waiting and waiting and it got busier and busier. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to have to stand up if there's even space for this guy.
1: But now, Even the final of the Carabao Cup, that was huge. Like We have massive events there. I think like sometimes we have to do the two floors. It's actually three levels and yeah. we'll have middle floor, top floor. We're usually all members up in the top floor. That's that's why I encourage people to become members. Literally, it's twenty five bucks. Um, I know Melbourne are doing their best at the moment to try and um, get their supporters club up and running again. I know they go to James Squires um, in Melbourne um, after the last tour. They got links with James Squires now. Um, like we had some massive events at James Squires in Melbourne after the last tour, and it's good to see the boys down there. They're um, trying to get something going with them. So yeah, there's and- nothing better than hanging out with fellow supporters.
0: I agree, and it's something actually that you experience that's quite similar to the experience you would have when you're in Manchester about a game as well. Like I remember last time I was there, you know, I've got a bit of family in Manchester, so I went and I visited them all at a pub, and everyone was there was a Man United supporter because obviously we're about to go to a game, so it was quite a, a similar experience in regards to that, and um, in regards to the club itself as well, the supporters club definitely if you're someone like Alex who you know, wants to go at some point to see Man United play, being a, a member of the club gives you the opportunity of being able to get tickets when you do finally go. Um, I think you, you need to be a member for at least a year or something like that in, um, just to be able to kind of get that kind of benefit because obviously, you know.
1: Yeah, what we do at ours, at ours, what we do, we get you to join for two years. so two years, they, And, and yeah. it gives you the benefit of, um, what do you call it, getting tickets and stuff like that. But you also have to look at being an official member as well. So, yeah,
0: yeah, but think of how much money that would save you as well in regards oh, to it, because otherwise, if you're back, going there oh, yeah. and you're getting some, like you know, off StubHub or whatever the case is, yeah. like a secondary, oh, it's going to cost you. You're
1: getting prices. You're getting tickets at normal price face value. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. not getting. You're not getting ripped off by anyone. So I've just yeah, come back. Exactly. And I actually got tickets like through our through our club for one game. I went to I think four games. But for one one of the games, I went through our club and it was 50 quid to go and watch it. So um, I encourage everyone just to join their club without a doubt.
0: Awesome. All right. So we'll leave that the introductions on that. Um, What I want to do, I guess, you know, just have a bit of a chat. There's a few questions I I kind of wanted to start with, kind of to get to know both of you guys a bit personally in regards to Manchester United. And then we'll move on to the season as well. We'll try to keep it short. Um, I, I guess, you know, the first kind of, question i wanted to know is you know what made you actually fall in love with man united um alex I- i'll start with you mate
2: sure i mean i've told this story countless times to people not sure if you've heard it Yoni, but you probably have but um, quite simple i was about six seven years old i knew nothing about football prior to that point it wasn't as big in my family as say afl would be but i had cousins that actually supported man united um, at the time, they were big into it, and I went to their house, and we actually had FIFA, the old FIFA's on PS2 at the time. And they, I just picked Man United again. Had no idea, knew nothing about football other than you can't touch the ball, and Brazil are good. That's literally all I knew. So then I was the last time went. Brazil was good as well, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Would have been, days, that was the yeah. last time on the World Cup. It was literally around <laughs> that time. I literally knew nothing, but um, you know, obviously at that point I'm starting to you know starting to make sense of the world and getting into sports. I was getting into AFL and tennis and things like that, and then I just picked United because they just gave me the controller and I kicked a goal from halfway with David Beckham and then I'm like oh hang on and then I just thought this is kind of cool and then I fell in love with David Beckham just just before he went to Real Madrid and just fell in love with the team got a jersey saw a bunch of movies started watching games because at the time they were starting to be shown on Fox Sports and um yeah I just just happened to, to latch onto it and you know obviously got to see the tail end of that 90s era with with guys like Beckham and Keane and skulls and all that but then ushered in a new era of you know with rooney ronaldo tevez vidic ever that that ilk of player and yeah it just i don't know how to explain it other than like when you have a club like that they just capture the imagination and they make you sort of just fall in love with fall in love with the sport on top of the team because you're seeing players just do things that you never thought physically possible so yeah it's um yeah since then since like from a young age i've just only ever supported united couldn't think of another team to, to follow can I tell you, all I heard
0: there is you're a glory
2: hunter. All right. <laughs> now, <laughs> the last 10 years, last 10 years are a punishment. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. Correctly. that's You actually didn't enjoy the glory the much as we I did. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Adam, what about you, yeah, mate? Yeah. So obviously I'm nearly 50. So I was born in the seventies. I was born in 1974. I had a, I had an uncle that was, uh, that lived in Altringham. So um, uh, just, there, just around Manchester there who was Maltese, but like in Malta, they got the biggest uh, supporters club outside of Manchester. So he was a member of that and he used to fly back and forth from uh, from Manchester to Australia and he was living in Australia and everything like that. He was a season pass holder um, at at the Theatre of Dreams and yeah, he he used to come and watch me play football and, and his addiction turned into my addiction. So that's how it became... Yeah, and the same same sort of deal. Like he um he went to Malta Supporters Club. We we're both members there and um Manchester United's got a massive affiliation with Malta. So um the first one of the first times he went over, um David Beckham and that were apprentices. So well not first time he was over, but he went to a function there. What was it? It was probably nineteen ninety three, maybe ninety four. Oh no, it would have been ninety two. Uh, because David Beckham was still an apprentice so yeah he 94 up- he came in right yeah yeah so at 92 he was an apprentice and he sent me a postcard um signed by David Beckham and next to it it said apprentice and it had Sir Alex Ferguson on there as well with Steve Bruce and uh Paul Parker and and things like players like that who went over to show off their trophies and um yeah Tell me you still have that postcard yeah I still do if I could I have got it. You boys can see it. So the postcard is actually.
0: Oh, that's sick. It's it's just Jeez.
1: there. So, and you can see the photos. He's with Sir Bobby Charlton and uh, Sir Alex. And yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty pretty that's awesome uh, piece. Yeah. I'll tell you a
0: sad story when I get to my part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, that's how I've become a United supporter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, mate.
0: So uh, I'll go now. So pretty much for me, my, so my dad's actually from Belfast, and his entire family have been Man United supporters since the George Best days. Um, yeah. Me, when I mean initially, I wasn't a big fan of football, but then probably when I became seven, eight, something somewhere along those lines, I started really enjoying it, playing it at school, and then that coincided with, I guess Cantona joining Man United because it was about ninety so I think he joined ninety two.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, ninety three, yeah. yeah. Ninety three, yeah. So it was about yeah. ninety four when I started really getting into it. Uh my uncles used to go, ooh, ah, Cantona, ooh, ah, Cantona, and <laughs> you know, being a kid, I was like, oh, that's so, that's a so cool sure and Since then, I, I was like, I was hooked. And um, the sad story is that I think it was ninety seven or ninety eight. I had a signed David Beckham ball. and oh, nice. I don't know what whatever happened to it. <laughs> oh, geez. Got it. Now as a collector, like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm actually frustrated because that would be, you know, number one, I would keep it, but it also be worth good money. And, um, yeah, but that's, that, that's I was born into it. I love it. And, you know, I love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, it's hard. It's hard. Like I said to you, it's a drug. I me, mean, it's just, you know, it's a drug. And, oh. and I, I still vividly remember Michael Bill coming back and saying to me, um, you know, this kid, we're talking about David Beckham, like him and Brian McClare are my two favourite players, and um, coming back and saying to me about David and saying this kid will be a superstar, and um, I still never forget him saying it. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, in the mm.
0: the, the FDU group that we, we run, Alex and I and a couple others, there was actually a discussion a couple of days ago about David Beckham, and well, a few talk. people were saying that he he's not as good as people say he is and we like we ripped into them because obviously they're well,
2: yeah
1: um, <laughs> how much I always say how much of that how much of David Beckham did they watch because he left yeah, in exactly. 2003 so you know I watched his whole career he's exactly the same age as me um and when you when you when you grow up with players like Paul Scholes Gary Neville Phil Neville Nicky Bart, um you know, they they're all my age and I'm a young kid playing in Australia while these kids are living the dream playing at the Theatre of Dreams. You know, um, and, and you just watch these kids and it's just like, mind-blowing. With, with, with a player
2: like Beckham, like you, you're not going to get into the Sir Alex team by accident. Like when people were sort of nah. playing him. You're not a first-team player for Sir Alex for eight, nine well, for, years.
1: And you also, you're crap. like,
0: he actually played, like Alex's way of playing was actually like, there was a big focus on Beckham's strength as well because he knew yeah, that with, with his passing, not just crosses, passing passing crosses, he'd run a lot, you know, yeah. like all, all of those kind of things kind of like were essential to what Man United was doing, especially in that He's mid, so, For me, sort of he's so underrated. 90s. He's so yeah.
1: underrated. And people think he was slow. He was nowhere near slow.
0: No, he wasn't. The amount of times no. he
1: used to get to the ball first or they used to thread him through a line or something like that. Like, people remember his
0: hole. um his you know 65 free kicks or whatever they forget the other 65 goals he scored that were yeah. not free kicks. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but i uh... had
2: the best like technique in terms of wherever he wanted the ball to go it went there and i must say he i was lucky to see him live when the other galaxy came to melbourne How no, was that victory? Guy? oh yeah. you were there too and yeah. I'm convinced he and I made eye contact because I was sat on <laughs> the <laughs> his, corner and I, I will go to the grave and say, we locked eyes. But Did you, go, did did you slide this... into DMs later on on Instagram? Or? Oh, I have I have since. Um, no, but there's something about just players like that have an aura. Like you see him on the pitch and it's like, oh, that's David Beckham. a superstar. And, and even Hi, now, okay. like I think to myself, I saw David Beckham play football. I yeah. was within yeah. 20
1: minutes. I mean, that's but i can tell you now if i ever met got the chance to meet david beckham i'd be speechless oh, i yeah, really wow. would mate Who he's my man it? love man i always say it he's my man crush and mate, <laughs> everyone loves david well,
0: I again <laughs> so again i was what 10 to 13 when it was peak yeah. be- or maybe 10 to 15 when it was like peak peak beckham kind of yeah. and when he had the haircuts and all that and becoming like a proper superstar you're talking about like a man crush being a 10 to 15 year old boy and David Beckham's like the biggest like <laughs> idol you can have really but, well, um, I think that actually I, I will say I think that answers my next question which was going to be who's everyone's favorite player mine is Beckham like it, it's nostalgic in a way because it is obviously it reminds me of growing up and and watching United watching the 99 game and, and all that um if I try to get rid of the nostalgia factor I actually this I, I don't know if he's my favorite but I'd say over the last 10 years actually David De Gea has been my favorite and mm-hmm. I will fight anyone like <laughs> anytime about David De Gea and I- I'll-, I I'll see it yeah
1: yeah my, my um, daughter's a massive fan of David De Gea yeah I
0: remember you showed mm-hmm. me the yeah. the glove as well right yeah she
1: like her, her whole bedroom's decked out in De Gea uh, so I don't just have memorabilia in the cave. I've actually got memorabilia <laughs> in my daughter's bedroom
0: <laughs> yeah, she's a fan. It's not that you needed extra space.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I was yeah. going to
2: say, like Beckham was my was my original. Like he's the one that got me into it. But obviously, you I know, know who James it is. is, it full is. Of him, you know who it is. And I think, to be fair, Adam, you saw my background before I quickly just changed it to to this. But um, just I guess just due to probably the era, but it is it is Ronaldo. Uh, Beckham is the reason that I got into United, but Ronaldo made me. Like I said earlier, just capture the imagination. Um, I know that the ending, like that, the 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 honeymoon, the homecoming, was a good couple of months. I'll never forget that night when he came back. Uh, how how I felt. I know, ended very sourly last year, unfortunately, but I just don't think it took away from from what he achieved with the club, especially the year we won the Champions League to get 42 goals as a, as a winger, basically um, to take the next step. You saw how frustrating it was when he started to then take the next step in becoming a, a stronger player. And there was, especially for, for my era, because that's when I was, you know, get, getting into high school, becoming a teenager, all that sort of stuff. He was the guy, the Nike adverse, the Nike boots. Everyone tried to dribble like him. Everyone tried to run like him, have his hair have his free kicks. He, he was the guy. And I mean, it's no, it's no accident that he's, you know, had the career that he's had, and he's the level of fame that he's got. You know, he's alongside Messi, of course. He's the guy of my generation where we look up to and see them as just these godly okay. figures. Yeah, like yeah, it's so beyond, like, beyond anything. For me,
1: for me, like, for me, like you talk about Ronaldo, and being that I did grow up in the eighties and nineties, mm. and like when Ronaldo first came to the club, I found him such an irritating player. And I actually found him irritating right through his whole career at United. And I know that's blaspheming, but yeah, I did. I, I actually I, he drove me crazy. And, and, but, oh, mate, credit to him, mate. The stuff that he's done has been absolutely phenomenal. Mm. But, you know, I look at Rude van Nisteroy as well. And, um, like, the, the goals that that that, um, that he scored. But, you know, like I said, mine are Brian McClure. But Brian McClure was the first, first player to score 30 goals in a season since George Best. And... um yeah, you know, and a lot of. People I, wish I, that, like, I yeah. Yeah. wish I could have seen Best.
0: Like I actually wish I could have seen Best. That would have been. I didn't amazing.
1: see George Best play, but my Uncle Bill just used to talk about him all the time. Just yeah, it never ever stopped. It was always yeah, George Best is better. Everyone talks about Palais, but George Best he was unbelievable. Yeah. That because he saw saw him play a lot, and um yeah, I I didn't get to see George play, but um, but basically this cave is dedicated to Michael Bill because. And I've got Sean George, best stuff in here, but um, yeah, there, there's so many and, great players at United. It's, mm, it's, and best. was to so say
2: like on best as well. Like we spoke about, obviously Ronaldo and Beckham. Best was the first in terms of superstars, in terms of like having been a celebrity, you oh, know, yeah, going that going that that beyond football and going into you know with movie Marlon stars Marlon, and, and singers. Maybe I mean it's uh, best. I don't remember who.
1: He married a supermodel, but it wasn't uh, Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Uh, it's, it's, actually, George, it's George this Best. This is my George Best. <laughs> oh, my I George love that. that guy. You know how many times I look at those? <laughs> I know, I know.
0: I, I need to get it Um, for, um, graded. Um, I say, well, recently,
2: Bruno Fernandez as well, in terms of favourite plays, Fernandez, just for the way he's come into the club, and I guess took to, took to the club straight away. Now he's captain, thank he God. Changed, and, he changed
0: the club, thankfully. But um, Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll move, we'll move on. We'll move on. One last question, and then we'll go to the preseason and everything. Uh, we'll keep it short with this one. Best memory about Man United in general,
1: Adam. Far out. Right, I'll go memory. first. I'll go first, so you can have. You a go good... first, yeah.
0: Mine, mine is hands down seeing United against Newcastle in Old Trafford Boxing Day, winning four three, a 90th minute winner by Chicharito, like awesome, yeah. and it was Ferguson's last season, so it, it was it was awesome so yeah
1: yeah it's, it's a tough one that one because you know like like with me like through the 80s you didn't get to see much you used to and even the 90s you didn't get to see much till we had fox and stuff like that so a lot of it was like getting the supporters club when it started in 94 you, they used to bring a videotape and you used to watch you used to watch <laughs> the game on a videotape or you'd have a message from Sir alex or or something like that but yeah, after, like, I watch that many highlights in the cave. And, you know, I, I always, one of my favorite things is Beckham's golf from halfway. Yeah. I mm. love that. And then you've got Champions League finals, FA Cup finals, and, and stuff like that. And, yeah, look, one that always I love watching is Beckham's halfway golf. I love yeah. it. I, I just see. love that. I just <laughs> I just think this young young fella, the height of him. Um, and then, like,
0: the, 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 half the, halfway. this part straight after as well.
1: Yeah, like, that's just, it.
2: Yeah. That. Scott's just shot yeah. off his card collection. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the cards. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a, the the yeah. I just love it. Like he's copped a pass from my favourite player, like Brian McClare as well. And, yeah, and he's just gone. We'll keep us off his line. I'll have a go. So. It's the yeah, first, first, like obviously like...
0: we've seen a lot of you know halfway goals since then, but it's kind of like the first iconic one, and it's mm-hmm. the well, most iconic one. Like the, the it the, is the,
2: yeah. yeah. I think it's the cleanest because it's just the way the ball just floats and just hits the net without without bouncing is just yeah, most like athletic, aesthetically pleasing, and most technical. Yeah. only just about it. it just we to look
1: at Wayne Rooney when he did it. You know, the one I was thinking.
2: <laughs> Rooney's done it a couple of times. He did yeah, the he one. He
0: did yeah. the I think DC as well.
2: Yeah, no, he did the no, that was the, the oh assist. that was the past he was the past. He won the ball, the back. The he won, he won the ball back, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he did it at United, but it wasn't exactly halfway. It was probably no, like... it was
1: on the other side sort of halfway.
0: Yeah. but then yeah. yeah, he did do it at Everton. And the, was that a hat trick, the Everton one? Like that was his hat trick I think, it, goal. I think it, was... it could have been, yeah. Yeah. Um Alex, your best memory mate, is it us watching the game? It
2: is. <laughs> it's up, look honestly, it's up. It's up there. It's like I'm not gonna lie because, like I said, it's the first experience that I've had of, of that ilk. But I can't look past. I like your your selection. Yoni, know, to be fair. The um the Newcastle game that was a that season as a whole was quite emotional for me. It had a lot, sort of tying into my life alongside that. That was obviously my last year of school. Um, last year. Um, and just like a little personal thing, Strelux actually reminded me of, of my grandfather who passed away during that season. So when he passed away and Strelux retired. That was like for me like a coming of age sort of thing in terms of realizing that I'm becoming a becoming an adult. So that was a quite emotional season. Van Persie's winner against City for the free kick that was great. Ah, uh, the deflected one. That, that was, was good. Awesome, the, uh, deflection. Yeah, I know. Just it's the slightest. So Nathuris is ducking, ducking from from his from his wall duties. Oh, look, even Ronaldo's return. To be fair, um, I'll never forget I'll tell you that Newcastle got... game when Ronaldo scored. Yeah, I mean that whole just like I mean I know obviously like I said it, it kind of went tits up afterwards, but just the whole I've still got skid marks on my floorboards with me doing these slides when <laughs> Romano confirmed it. Um, they're still there. Sorry, mum. But I can't look past the I can't look past the Champions League in two thousand eight. It's just I have so many fond memories of of that era. Up the The kit was just a perfect kit. The AIG sponsorship, the team itself, um, it was just a perfect amalgamation. And to win, and it's you know obviously it's been fifteen years and we haven't won it since, but to to win, to win Europe, to be to be the champions of Europe, it's something, it's something special. And at the time, we really were the kings. It was like very envious. Like you know, my mates were very envious of me supporting United. Not now, but it was like the last time we're this year we're going to do it again. Hopefully, but it was uh, the last time where we were just that team. So I can't, yeah. can't go past. Even the 99, <laughs> Especially against Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, I was too young for that. 99, say,
1: 99 was huge. You guys can go. That was the year I got married. I got married in 99. And I still remember the game. I was watching it at my <laughs> my, my um, missus's house. And mate, I was getting up to go to work and everything like that. And then we scored the two last minute winners. It was just, it was freaking phenomenal. I was, um, was 99. Unbelievable memories.
0: I was still living in Israel at the time. And um, so I remember actually watching it. it was like probably five. Oh, a good time for you. Yeah. It have been like eight o'clock. Yeah. Something like eight, 9 PM or whatever. And I was watching it with my dad. And I just remember the first goal going in. I was so excited. I ran around <laughs> the house. I was like celebrating whatever. And I come back and then they scored this. Like I came back after they've scored the second goal. And, I, and my dad was like,
2: yeah, no way
0: like so yeah (laughs) it was pretty hectic it's a great memory to have like watching you know a soccer game with your dad like it's pretty cool Mm. um all right i think we're good let's start with the preseason uh you know there's a few things i want to discuss here um i I broke it down into a couple of different things um first one is i i guess in a way what's your overall assessment just of how the preseason went like i don't we won't discuss the transfers yet or, or, or like all that, but how did the preseason go? Are you happy with the way we played Um wins, losses, whatever. So Adam.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, preseasons are hard to judge the season, aren't they? Um Yeah. Look, I was, I was encouraged by it, but I can't say I was overwhelmed by it. Um, I still thought, you know, players like Anthony were still making the same uh, moves, like cutting back inside and being so predictable. Um, it was good to see like Mason Mount um, in there and um, playing nearly all the games and and things like that. And you know, you you I, I I can't say I was encouraged for the season because I don't think sometimes they actually take it serious. Um, you know, they, they're preventing injuries and stuff like that and. You know, um even like when you know when we're watching the game and then you see Lindelof and Maguire come together again, you just
2: like Yeah, this was over. Yeah, Don't worry, won. sixty million
0: bid, hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully soon. And
1: then they, they all make like a full team change at half time and stuff like that. So mm. for me it's really hard to get, get a read on how they're gonna be through the season it was good to see the boys get a run out and that looks like they're getting really really fit so so that that's probably more encouraging for me uh regardless of the results because the results at the end of the day i thought were poor um i think fitness
0: wise you're you're very right there because even when we were playing uh, i think it was dortmund even though we lost the game yeah, actually looked a lot fitter. Oh, we looked than, fit, than, no, Yeah, it
1: looks so fit. Yeah. so it,
0: it was great to see. So I, I am very excited to see if we can hit the ground running, unlike last season. And the funny thing is, like you know, last I think, think you agree too. that after the preseason, everyone was very excited. You know, Sancho was yeah. in form. You know, we were winning. Yes, we still had Harry Maguire, but you know, it, it hasn't made any mistakes yet, and people were actually excited for the, the whole. You know ericton hard new season and then obviously we lost the first two games
1: so yeah it's funny you know like you're talking about last season i was fortunate enough i got to meet harry Maguire personally so and like i went into the i went into the oh, season no. you're, you're I, was in vomiting. Into, I was going into the season like going he's our captain everything like that he's such a nice guy and, and things like that. it's amazing how you once you meet a person have a bit of a chat and things like that. Your mindset changes, <laughs> <laughs> and Terrible. you're like, I, "Why? Why did yeah. we take the
0: captaincy off him? Why?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I always, I always thought he didn't deserve the captaincy, but yeah, yeah, you but I always, it. always a big bagger because on other podcasts or even on mine, I always thought technically he was so poor, and um, I'll yeah, never forget got to pull your head in there. You only can't go an episode
2: without talking about Maguire anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. i get, <laughs> right, don't worry. Because I, I get literally angry at him 15 as a episodes. Person. I get yeah, angry you do him like him. person,
0: because he's a muppet, and he's like, I've got <laughs> there. No- he goes. Through. Here he goes. Like, you know. yeah. But anyway, I'll never forget when we signed him. When we signed him, and um, Jamie Redknapp w- was talking to Van der Vaart, and Van der Vaart was like, "I don't know why they spent 80 million on him. He's not a good defender." And Jamie Redknapp's like, "Oh, not." He's a baller. He's really good. Yeah. Cool. You'll see. He'll he'll be worth the eighty mil. Oh man! And Vanderfaan was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Nah. But anyway, we, we should move away from Harry. But
2: I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm encouraged to like. I'm encouraged insofar as like, you know, like you're right, Adam. You can't really gauge preseason because yeah, last last preseason, I I went to both games in Melbourne and we yeah were playing some absolute amazing ball. Come the Brighton and the Brentford games, and I'm like, what the hell is this? This is just doesn't look like it. Took Casemiro to kind of bail us out. Um, but I think like what's good is that we are looking like we're starting to play that that high, fast paced ten hog ball transitioning, especially now with um, with with the year under the system with getting a, a new goalkeeper. Um, like to be against... back, oh, yes, God. exactly. I think we're starting to sort of get used to it, get used to the way it wants to play. It's it's a year now with it. We've added some plays who so are going to suit the system. So results aren't there, but results are results. I'm I'm just happy that we're getting used getting used to the system and there's something to, to build off of. Like we don't necessarily look worse than last season. We don't we're not really sort of dragging through games like we were. We're actually starting to sort of control things a little bit more and really have figured out that, that counter-attack and transitional style that we want to play. I'm I am pretty happy with that. I actually don't think
0: we looked bad in any of the games. That's the other thing as well. Against Madrid, it was a fairly even game. In fact, we were a bit better for quite a big part of it. And then the Dortmund game, we dominated that first 44 minutes. Like we dominated it and then we let two stupid goals in, you know. So um
1: <sighs> but that, that that's the that's the most disappointing part about it for me. Look, like, um, we would have our, basically our senior squad on first and then we'd bring the youth side on in the second half or a younger squad mixed in. And the second half of those friendlies were always better than the first half. And that's when we always got our goals. And It was also so, the
0: same last season in a way. Yeah, though I'd
1: hmm. yeah. and that, that, that's for me last season, one of the most disappointing things was seeing some of those players not get a chance in some cup games and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I'm big on the youth players. Most people that do know me, um, I'm very encouraging with youth players, and I believe youth players should get a go in cup games. Um, Eric, for me, Eric Ten Hag, it's probably one thing he let himself down with. Uh, like a lot of kids, a lot of kids like traditionally for United, all made debuts through cup games yeah. and stuff like that. And mm. I understand we want to win trophies, and, I, and I'm fully love winning trophies. But you've you've got to give kids a chance. You've got to give them a chance to prove himself. Um, you know, otherwise it happens like with Iqbal. We sell him for a million bucks, and yeah. it's an absolute well, debacle.
0: The, the sad thing about it is we, we don't yeah. know how to sell kids. Like if Iqbal was at Man City, he'd be going for twenty mil. And yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. But um, speaking yeah, of I kids, though, too. Uh, last last season oh, mate, good. I I was gutted we let go of James Garner, and I like oh I, yeah I, with, yeah the fact that we didn't have Casemiro actually would have. Given us the opportunity to play James Garner, especially in the beginning, you know, and yeah. seeing those because he's it, we, as a CDM the season before he proved that he's better than Mcfriend like hands down. Yeah. And um, but the good thing about this preseason now, uh, we we have given a few players quite a few minutes at the moment. Yeah. Whether it continues or not, probably not. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where Gore will get time, for example. Especially, I think the the players that will get time will probably be like Pellistri. It will be a Garnacho again, obviously. Menu, hopefully, when he comes back, but he'll be out until January. And that's the that's probably the biggest disappointment I've got from this um preseason because he has looked yeah. good he played. Um but yeah, generally speaking, I, I am actually quite happy with the preseason. I am looking forward to um
1: Pellestri is supposed to be getting a new contract, so that, that looks like that's on its way as well. I so, hope so, because he's actually he's he's, he's a gun. He's a gun. I prefer
0: him to, I mean, they're very different players, him and Ahmad, but I'd like if we had to choose one on, on the wing, I would prefer to have Pellestri because I feel Hands like he, down. he has down
2: more, more to him yeah. as a complete player as well. Yeah, I think it offers something different too because he's rough footed on the right. He he can go yeah. in the wing and just cross it. And he can drive it. He's not it's... a
1: selfish player. I find Ahmed Nah, a bit not at selfish. all selfish. Yeah, um, yeah. If he was a nine, I would understand it, but he's a winger, um, so he should be looking for players. Um, to Ahmed's like can,
0: kind of like Nani, Nani in a way. I th- like yeah. I actually, <laughs> see them very similar in the style of play. Yeah, right. Not as good as Nani, uh, not yeah. as frustrating as Nani was, and I remember hating well, him sometimes. Mate, but what kill me. <laughs> Last season, though, what what I would have given to have my mate Nanny, you
2: know, (laughs) yeah, my mate Nanny, my mate (laughs) Alex, met met him last last year at the uh, Palace game. Um,
1: yeah, I I had a function with him last year with the um sporting uh sporting club here up in Sydney, so I got to spend a fair bit of time with him, so it was nice.
0: I like him, he's a good guy. Um, oh, one second. But yeah, let's move on to the next part. Um, I guess I wanted to know your thoughts about the transfers as well. So maybe are you happy with them and what's your expectation kind of thing? So let's start with the the big one, Onana. Um, I hate what happened with David De Gea. I hate the way it all went down. But I think Onana is obviously a, a good purchase for what we need based on the fact that he has worked with Ten Hag in the past.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, um, look, Anana's going to take a little bit to get used to for most of the supporters, and uh, <laughs> he's certainly wild, isn't he? Like, he's he's nerve wracking to watch. Uh, but you know, look, he's got he's got good feet, and um, I spoke about it on ours. The thing that makes me more nervous is is when he draws that player into, um, and then he just gives that split second pass once he's drawn that player in. I'd like to encourage him to just pass it just that little bit quicker than Rather than drawing right in, and um, instead of him being on top of him, but you know, look, we—it's in Eric's ten Hag's plans to have a player like that, and David De Gea, you know, as much as everyone used to bag his footwork, I thought his footwork was okay, but it's not—it's not as good as Onana's. But then I don't think Onana's shot stopping is going to be as good as um as good as David De Gea's. So because I saw a couple of pre-season goals there where um, I thought De Gea, De Gea would definitely would have saved those, whereas uh-huh, um, Anana, he, I don't know if he's got that foot save.
2: <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. I, I, I was hot on him, to be fair, because I wanted him. But my my thing with De Gea was is that, so obviously these days with the modern goalkeeper, you want them to be able to pass, um, which De Gea wasn't the best at, but the one sort of, I think, saving grace with De Gea was can't pass, but he can save anything. Yeah. The problem is, is that the saving stopped. He wasn't making those saves. And then he was letting him in a lot of stupid goals. And then it was kind of like, oh, okay, what's De Gea going to sort of, like, what's the, what's his saving grace at this point? So that's probably why we needed a new goalkeeper though. I do agree that the De Gea situation was handled terribly. I think he was really hard done by, especially for such a great servant of the club. But I think, yeah, look, I know it's definitely, definitely sketchy, but I, I think I like him a lot. And I think he was probably the best the best player for Inter Milan for their for their run last, last year. I think it was a big, big reason they even got to the final and pulled off some big saves in the final. Um, you know, the goal wasn't obviously his fault. Um, I think it was good. Definitely shaky. The thing with keepers like that, though, is you just got to sort of get used to them, especially given that we haven't, we never had well, Pepe yeah, Fabian
1: life, right? Barthez. Barthez was pretty similar as well. <laughs> oh, it Barthez. was a
2: wild! It was wild. <laughs> yeah,
1: Barthez, mate, he used to love using his feet. And um, but yeah, look, the first time I saw Onana was um, in that Champions League final, and I actually commented to a couple of people that I was with, "Look, if there's one player um, that could probably suit Eric Ten Hag, was Onana." Mm, and exactly, um, yeah, you know. And sure enough, we ended up with him. But um, yeah, look, I think he's going to be good for United. I just hope I just hope no player gets disgruntled with him, uh, being that he's so verbal. That, mm. That's that's the part that worries me the most. Uh, like he chased after Maguire. Maguire. And, and uh, I think the media cared uh, about
0: that more than like else. Yeah, anything I know. Like,
1: I know, but you know, sometimes these blokes have got a big chip on their shoulder, and and I, I hope they just, you know, he is going to be a leader of the squad, and it's good to see that we're starting to get more leaders in the team again. So. Yeah, um,
0: I I do think that um both Martinez and Varane would be more than okay with it because yeah, yeah. I feel like they have the character where they do the same like you've we've yeah. seen last season Martinez get angry at someone we've seen Varane obviously yeah. you know he's Champions League winner World Cup winner like it, it, he would have that attitude mm. um the the one positive as well the last one I want to say about Onana is that so. Last season, we really missed Martinez when he was injured because we had no one who can play that pass from the back to the front the way that he does, which is like low, powerful, through ball that just no one could do it. And I think Onana is actually someone who, let's say Martinez is out, could do that. Or having both of them obviously play at the same time means that we get more options in getting that ball across, you know, either to the wingers or to Bruno and then to the... Striker straight away so it adds a lot in regards to that
1: yeah definitely look cool. i think it's going to be encouraging with donana there that's for sure
0: yeah and he seems like a good guy as well from everything i've seen up to now um every you would have mess with I've him but
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I said you wouldn't nah, mess no it, would
2: you?
0: No, nah, you, you wouldn't, but- he can <laughs> yeah, hear you know, the criticism though. There was a video. He, he owned
2: he owned the chip, the, the chip goal. He like he said, I cop it, it's my fault. Yeah. Like that's a good goodman's like if you're gonna scream at people when they make mistakes, like it's good that he can make makes mistakes too. Yeah,
1: yeah. You yeah. know what
2: I mean? Like he said, like he's just he's happy to he's happy to wear it. Like that shows yeah, shows good character, like you know, not not being a victim, just yep, yeah, no, nah, I'll I'll copy from I mean, it. With that gut, luck, that was
1: hundred percent Delot's fault fault. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. how quick did it like I saw a video, saw it on video of it today, and um, I didn't realize he was so far up. Yeah, he ran quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in between the eighteen yard box and halfway, and Deloitte made the pass from just on halfway.
0: That's and
1: (laughs) that's confidence. I I will say as
0: well, like probably Mm. eight out of ten times that ball doesn't go in. So it's not like this is something that's going to happen often, even if you do lose the ball in that kind of situation. Uh, And the last thing I want to say is with Onana, like, you know, I've seen a video of players signing jerseys and he was the last one in that video signing, but he was doing it with such a smile on his face as well, signing for the fans. And that's awesome. That's what I want to see, a player that, you know, wants to do that for the fans. So very happy with him. Um, The next signing, I'm torn on still at the moment, even though he's probably good for the depth, Mason Mount. What are we thoughts? Like, personally... I just don't know if it's something we needed straight away, but it is good to have the depth, obviously, as well. Um, he hasn't set the world alight yet in preseason, that's for sure. Um, but he seems to be working hard. Doesn't help that he had that terrible, yeah, terrible sure. miss.
2: <laughs> oh, my Lord. It wasn't even a miss. It was, can't even call it a miss. He didn't even make, make contact with the ball. No, no, he, he
0: touched it. He left footed it onto himself, I think. And then yeah, he could like, have called oh,
2: call that. It that. I'm still somewhat bullish on him. I think because I, I know how good he was for Chelsea. like not last season, but last season was a rider for Chelsea. I'm still pretty bullish on him. I know he was great for Chelsea, especially when they won the Champions League. And I think we needed him in so far as Ericsson was Eriksson was shot by the end of the year. You know, he can't really run like he's old. Lucky to be alive, to be fair. Oh, that's an um, opportunity
0: we can we can give someone like Iqbal at the time. You know, like yeah,
2: that's the other thing. But I don't know. I'm kind of at a point where I feel like if Ten Hag wants a player, I'm like, I trust you. If you wanted him, I'm happy to be with it. And he does suit the suit the need in terms of the way he can move, the way he can press, and it does give us another midfielder which we do need because it does mean less time, if not selling your Freds, your McTominays. So it does just give us like, you know, for the first time in how for how long we actually have a starting midfielder that's actually competent and can compete with majority of the league like you know to now to go from where we were in terms of the midfield to now having bruno Casemiro mount i mm-hmm. think from that's the a,
0: mcfred days yeah yeah right.
2: it's a big it's a it's a big improvement i think stylistically and tactically i think he will work it just might take a bit of time um price is a bit yeah, iffy 60 mil or whatever it was we'll see
1: actually
0: yeah, i'm more okay with the price just because he's english as well and i understand that that's going to be the case but um yeah Adam?
1: Oh, look, you know what? If, if anything, like through the, through the um, preseason, I just thought Mason Mount was all right. Like he was getting through into holes and stuff like that. And as much as I, I felt, he should have been scoring goals. Um, I think once he, once he's encouraged and, and he ends up scoring a goal, I think that, um, you know, things may happen for him. Um, uh, but you know, you don't like to say once I score one, they'll score 10, but, um, but the thing about him that I did like was he was finding holes. He was putting balls through. He was working box to box. Um, he's a player that works hard. And you can see he's going to work hard for the badge. I don't think he'd let himself down. So these are the types of players you want. Look, he's going to help when Bruno get. Bruno needs a rest. He just can't play every single game. Well, he all can't time.
0: play 62 games. In That's a... it. He, just, he just does. Can't, he can't I don't get do it. it. I know he
1: does. And he I don't get it. But Eric is gonna to have to pull him up on that and just you know, you can't play him in every single cup cup game. Um, especially as
0: the him. fact that he's captain now as well. You kind of mm. need him even more for the big games.
2: That's you right. You can't be playing need him be like, be like 90 minutes against bullshit FC in the first round of the of the League Cup. You just can't.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like things like that just can't happen. Like um, you need you need players like Max and Mount, he's got a lot of experience from Chelsea and He's got a lot of experience right around the place. So he's going to be encouraging young players and things like that. So it's just another another notch on the belt, basically another leader in the team. So I'm happy that he's there. I'm glad we got him. Um, You know, so for me, I think it's going to be encouraging.
0: I think the one thing you touched on there that is kind of um, undeniable is the work rate. Like he does work hard and he always Mm. has.
1: Um, you can't you can't have Bruno working hard all the time like you can't have that and like you got, you got to watch risk with Casemiro as well yeah, he's got 31. you know yeah he's he's loose on the tackles a lot he reminds me of poor Skull sometimes <laughs> yeah I agree <laughs> with
0: that but I'll tell you what I get really annoyed at pundits um, at the moment saying oh you know you got to watch out for the red cards and this and that. And yet, when the red cards happened last season, they were like, oh, that should never be a red card. So kind oh, of yeah. like mate, the I fact that the it game. wasn't was meant to be a red card. I was at
1: the game when he got that red card.
2: And I wasn't far southampton and um Sorry? Against Southampton, that one? Or the one yeah, with the...
1: Uh, the yeah, he choked him, yeah. Oh, yeah. was that against um, Palace, Palace, was it? Palace, yeah. 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 Um Yeah, it was at that game. It was, it's a joke. It wasn't even but, a choke, It was a,
0: I'll just do your collar for you. Yeah, mate.
1: that's it. Like I felt that red card really... um Hurt him through the season. I thought he was afraid to to play his own game at, at times through mm. through um uh, through the season. So I think no, I he think even it...
0: mentioned it. Like he mentioned that it was um he has to be more cautious in England or something like that.
1: But... Yeah, yeah. Look, um, I think the more players we've got like around, like Mason Mount, it's good.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. I can I can understand that as well. Um, last one, Hoyland as well. I hope I pronounced it right. It's Hodgland or Hoyland. I think it's Hoyland. Uh toiling. I heard Jay the
1: interview silent. today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched the interview yet. But but, did um, ask
1: you. <laughs>
0: that, that's gonna be a big one. I think toiling. a lot of people at the moment don't understand how he plays. Um, how it's quite different to um what they expect. He's not a you know, he's not a, a poacher per se. He does a lot of running from the from like the the wide areas in um to score a goal, even though he is a nine. Um Left footed, right. So like I think it's right. Really, I thought he has like a bullet left foot. There you go. Could be I've both.
1: No idea. I got no idea. When they interviewed him today, he's he's had a very quick career. Yeah. Like he's gone from like he's only twenty from yeah. what I'm, from what I read, and um, twenty years old as a nine at Manchester United. That is Lots huge. You know, like that is. It's a lot of pressure, but he's he's pretty confident, bloke. His favourite player is Cristiano Ronaldo, and he and he speaks about Ronaldo, um, you know, the way his cockiness basically, um, and he loves that in a player. He sort of brings that into that kind of arrogance into his game, which is which you want to hear out of a nine. I want to hear that. I, I yeah. I want our nine to be arrogant. I want our nine to go. I'm confident enough. I'm going to finish that. Look, he only yeah. scored probably, I think, 10 or 12 go- go- goals last year in the Serie A. But, you know, the, the English game's um, a lot different to that. They're very defensive-minded in Italy. and um, I think so the English game will suit him sometimes.
0: very much because he is quite – people – because he's young, people I don't think realise how big he is as well. Yeah. And the thing more. is, again, he's 20. When he's 22, 23, he's actually going to have, like, even more of a build to him. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, like, he's I, I can't say I've seen much of him. Like oh, he's one ninety one. He's
1: one ninety one
2: centimeters, said, FYI
1: Yeah, yeah big yeah, I actually big, like, big like that he's only twenty because um Manchester United's always given young players um the go go ahead in that nine position. We took Wayne Rooney when he was only I yeah. think eighteen or nineteen years old yeah. and we put him yeah. up front. And um players like Cristiano Ronaldo are the same. He was when he came over, he was only eighteen. You know Mason Greenwood uh, no, was... yeah, Mason Greenwood the same, yeah. regardless of what he's done. He was still yeah. young, he came in and, and played well for us. And, and uh, Rashford,
0: let's not forget Rashford's
1: the Rashford. same. Two thousand sixteen he's come in. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of players that have come into Manchester United as kids. You can go as far back as Duncan Edwards and Bobby Charlton. And yeah. um, you know, they they're only kids. They won a youth cup, they came into the first side and you know, I in
2: think...
1: fifty seven, fifty eight and
0: based on everything we've seen or heard from him and things like that as well he should have the mentality to deal with the pressure that comes and being a man united number nine is a lot of pressure especially unfortunately for him the fact that his name is so similar to Harlan's, who plays for our biggest competitor at the moment our name yeah. is, so there's a kind of added pressure there but I think mentally, from what I can see, he, he should be able to hold it. we just got to be patient with him. You know, if he scores like 13 goals this season, that's a good season for a 20 that just came to a new season, like a, a new league. So, yeah. we just got to be aware of that as well. I you think know, a, I a think... big thing
1: for United is is selfishness. It's a big thing for United. And, you know, one thing we City... The
0: away, so... hopefully.
1: Yeah, mm. <laughs> they're not selfish um, like Man City. They're, they're happy to play that extra pass. And that, that's something United needs to learn to do, play that extra pass. And and that extra pass always gets you, you know, gets you a goal instead of someone just trying to whip Anthony, for example, trying to cut inside all the time, trying to whip it in that far post. Yeah. You know you
0: what? Know? You, said, you said that One, about Anthony earlier. I want to mention that in the first game of preseason, I saw him go wide, actually. It was only once. But I saw it happen
2: (laughs) more than than (laughs) last season. I think the Haaland comparisons also, I think it gets a little bit lazy from people because like, okay, they're both Scandinavian blondes and have similar names. Like doesn't mean that they're the same player. Like, That's my new card, by the way. These, yeah. your mate, you, you yeah. just have to wrap <laughs> him up like Pokemon. And I think it's just like because if you look at like the bit of Hoyland that I've seen, like for more for Denmark than than anything, he's you know he's very very mobile, very athletic. Not that Haaland isn't, but he's not so much like a poacher. He's not just this big big bloke you're going to lob the ball up to or you know cut it back and just head the ball in tap in. Like he's got he's got more to him. He quite raw. I mean, yeah. If anything, he kind of plays a bit more like Darwin Union's, but. I think like, and the price tags a lot, but, and he's going to get a lot of heat and a lot of pressure from the media, from rival fans and whatnot. That's fine. Like it, it, it is what it is. It's just part of the game. But I think that as United fans, like, like as you said, we have to back off of him. Yeah. And just like, let like, just let him go. Because if we start piling on it, jumping on his back, then that's going to be, that could be that could break him, but you know, if we can just sort of, you know, stick it out with him because mind you as well, you're buying a 20 year old, you're not buying a 20 year old now thinking, okay, go get 30 goals right now. You're buying a 20 year old with the expectation of, okay, you're going to be our striker for the next five, 10 years if all goes well. So, you know, yeah. like if At least we know 10- we can sell him in five years time. I'm like <laughs> a lot of the other people we have. <laughs> if he gets 10, 15 goals in the league, that's good. I'm happy with that because that's a, that's a start that you can then work from that. Cause you know, we're, the hope is that we're building something to then, you know, compete and take for the next, you know, few years. Not now. Like I'd like for us to win trophies now, but it's being realistic right now. We've got to make sure we're building for something for the future and that we can sustain. And you know, if all goes well, Holland will be a big part of that pro- of that uh of that project.
0: Yeah. Um. So based on that, they're the three signings we have. Is there anything else you think we're getting? Uh, you know, we're getting all the Amrabat.
2: Um. I'm about Rumors. i, I don't know if he wants, happen, to come. he wants to i, I don't think
0: we have the money at the moment unless we do sell um and we, which we're just not good at like that's a fact so we'll see but um all right we'll leave the transfers at that i have a couple of short questions and then we're, we're pretty much it um good um first question is what's the i i guess you're, you're a man united fan you know part of the the club and this and that what's your expectation slash goal for this season
1: oh we definitely look for me expectations this year i need to see rashford look i'm a huge fan of rashford and i would like to see him get 31 goals this year you know he he set the bar at 30 goals he needs to he needs to go he needs to go further now we need to we need to see players um hitting around the 20 mark. I want to see, I want Mm. to see him. Bruno Bruno needs to step up with, I think Bruno's on average is around 20 goals anyway. So I'd like to see him step it up a bit more. Um, You know, Rashford, Rashford's up there as well. Hoyland, um, like you just said, 13 goals. I don't know if I'm happy with that. I'd, I'd like to see him at least around the twenty mark. To be honest with you, in the um, league
0: or overall, because I'm thinking thirteen. Overall, overall this year, I'm
1: talking overall twenty would be obviously very. Yeah, good. no, I'm mm. talking overall. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that, Anthony. I've I've got to see more consistency out of him. Otherwise, I want to see Pellestri out on that right hand side, um, or even like Garnacho yeah. or something like that. Um, because at the end of the day, we've got a kid named um, Alessandro Garnacho, and um, you know, we've got to find a spot for him because he's playing in behind Marcus Rashford at the moment. Um, and, you know, every time you see Garnacho on that pitch, he's encouraging and he's always positive. He <laughs>
0: was great and the last he game. He
1: works hard. You know, yeah. um, it's not often you can say that he's had a bad game. Um, I, I I think I maybe might have been one last year from the time he came in um, having a bad game but and then he got injured. But you know, we've got we've got those two gonna be competing. We need someone competing against Anthony. Sometimes I think because he was hundred million, I think it's um Eric Ten Hard justifying him. And um so I, I've gotta see something there through our midfield. Our midfield's gonna stay compact. But I'm at the end of the day I'm I'm very confident we're gonna get another trophy. I, I'm I, I, for some reason, I believe we're going to be competing for for first and second. So mm. I don't know why I feel like that, but I think it could be just because of what we're we're building.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's the manager. Like he just brings yes. confidence with he him. Does. Like he I just, I just
1: feel it. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said
2: it in our in our like um mid year sort of review thing. Like our things, our first episode. I said the thing with Ten Hag is made me like United again. It made me like look forward to watching. To, to watching games every Saturday and seeing okay what what's coming, and yeah. I, so I'm I'm with you there. I feel like Ten Hag is making us feel like we can actually start competing for things again. I think that's kind of my expectation. Number one, be competing for
0: whatever you're in, which we kind of did last yeah. season, except for the, the the league, obviously. Um, and on, on a player's kind of level, I'd, I'd be happy if Rashford, let's say, got a twenty twenty-five goal involvements or. 30 involvements we'll say 30 because he hasn't done it like season by season kind of thing he's always been patchy so it'd be good to actually see him do that um and then yeah like that's probably the main two things like bruno i think bruno did fine last season we got to remember that unfortunately like uh, uh everyone else just couldn't finish a strike like Bruno had the most chances created in the Premier League but we just couldn't finish it so uh, I think
1: he really good. struggled with his finishing last year Bruno he did, he did he
0: did yeah. you know I'm actually a bit torn because uh, you know you always hear about like Rashford wants to take the free kick or this person wants to do it or Mount does and this and that people forget that Bruno was an absolute Gun at free kicks. He was like, he's, he's a dead ball specialist. Up. Like, and when we when he came initially, he was scoring them. He was doing this, and it's kind of a shame that
1: he. Didn't... Bruno's Bruno's biggest downfall was when Ronaldo came. Yeah, hundred percent. Ronaldo's I remember. Yeah, I remember like the, the whole
0: discussion about. Yeah.
1: Bruno. and Delot fell into the same fell into the same thing because they all play for Portugal and, yeah. and stuff like that. They all and I, 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 you know, I don't blame them. They all idolised Ronaldo, and but they couldn't. They couldn't. Uh, separate Ronaldo, the person, to Ronaldo, the player. So every time they wanted to pass the ball, it was always to Ronaldo. And it really affected their game really bad. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. Definitely. They mm. both look, the lots looking good. Ronaldo, I mean, Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, Bruno. Well, I'd like Bruno to see
0: Bruno cry long. a little bit less. Like, yeah. I don't mind it generally speaking, because uh, we've had players do like who are like that. A lot in the past, like a, you know, some right.
1: genius used to do it a lot. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. People um, forget.
0: And the thing, I think, people also forget that sometimes Brunet literally reacts like that to himself as well. It's not like
2: he just yeah. does it to
1: everyone yeah, else. He actually
0: gets annoyed at himself when he. Yeah.
1: F- f- and and he shows passion. We we
2: we cry. We cry like when players don't show passion. Then when a player shows passion, we're like, you can't do that. It's like, well, yeah. at least he at least he gives a shit. Like that's uh, you know yeah. that's that's always a positive.
1: Well, other big like thing is CHO yes, this is his, oh.
2: this is make or break year. I think. gonna be Do you know how if much I wanted he, Sancho at our team? Like, if if so he can't good. do it this year, if because I and you know Yoni, only I wanted him for two years. I've wanted to be United, but if he can't, if, if this year is not his year,
0: and I really I think feel like
2: because I don't know how many more chances he can get. I really feel like Ten Hag is a great
0: coach for like Ten Hag play is really good for Sancho mm. as well. Like as long as you, like so. Ten, Ten Hag wants to be, he said before, really good on the transition, right? Now, if the transition's like deep from our, like, let's say our defensive area or whatever, it might not be the best for Sancho in general. But I actually think if we are in their half and we gain the ball, Sancho's like a gun at like the one, two touches to break a defense and things like that, like, and making those runs into pockets. And that's where he would really like shine if he could get into the right spot the issue is we have Anthony at the moment playing the
2: position that Sancho was literally the best at at Dortmund so yeah um I'd like us to as well I'd like us to close the gap on City and Arsenal um challenge him to a degree Arsenal's gonna know, go
0: yeah. go forth this season. I
2: honestly that'd like, be great that'd be, that'd get me be great started
0: on Arsenal um, buying the new Harry Maguire for 100 <laughs> that's what they do but did. like you know they, like, have bought, world, though. Though.
1: they have bought well they bought well arsenal though i
0: mate rice i like what they've done like what rice they've is done. so overrated He's, so they, He it was terrible he was they, terrible they got for, habit, was terrible for 2 habit. thirds of the season
1: yeah you know, I look I, I just think arsenal aren't going to drop too much i don't think I don't. They th- just played, They just cha- They just City in the charity slu. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But
0: what did that City, City's lost like three
2: out of the last four charities. Yeah, sh- you know, Arsenal. You know, you Arsenal lose them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal did look look good though. But like, what I yeah, mean, all those whoever's whoever's the top two teams, I'd like us to see us close the gap. Like we were yeah. third,
1: hundred we, percent, man. scrape third. Let's
2: try and push. I think like, um, just give give the give first and second whoever it is whether it's Yeah. Players, it's it's 15
1: points them, or something last year. Yeah. yeah. Get
2: them get them they're sort they're of like looking over there. there. I actually think, I think in, general, the shoulder. The, in general in general worrying it's about a us.
0: lot closer because yeah. I think Chelsea's got Chelsea actually will be really good this season I reckon. Like Poch has done really I mean, well. Yeah. Look at their they can only they can strong.
2: only get better. To be fair, they can only yeah, get better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Liverpool, I don't know about yet, but um, Aston Villa is going to be really good. Like, yeah. there's going to be teams really taking points out of everyone. I don't think City is going to beat people as convincingly as they did, even though they didn't for some parts of the season. I think Arsenal went for what like a thirty like the first thirty games they were like lost once or something, and that was to Man United, right? But um, I don't think
2: that's going to happen. Like, so th- there's there's a bit to it. Um, I'd like us also to qualify for the knockouts in Europe. Um, yeah. At least, get Like, depending on who we get in the group, obviously, if we get some group of death crap, uh, maybe I'm more. I'd still but, want us to qualify. Yeah, I, at the very least, least I'd like us to get into the round of 16, just to show that, you know, just it'd be good for it'd obviously, be good for morale, but also. Um, oh, we have to get in. We need quarters. Show that we're, in like, show that we're, we're in about <laughs> it. Like, like No minimum.
1: question about it for me.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think I'd love, I'd love to see that, and definitely an, another another um cup run with uh, the Carabao and the FA Cup, especially. Though like we know we lost definitely. the final, rough final to losing the FA Cup, yeah. but let's let's go for it again. Let's actually start just putting our authority onto onto the competitions. We, we
1: have to be competing for everything. We have to yeah, be yeah. competing for everything. I don't care what anyone says. We, we've always look through the nineties. We we really struggled with um Champions League and stuff like that, and. Um, you know, we did make it to semifinals and stuff like that, but still, it wasn't as encouraging as, obviously, when we won the treble and stuff like that. And, like, 2000 and, what, seven, eight, zero, nine. 8, 9, you know, three years in a row, we made um, Champions League final. Unfortunately, we come Just up against, the you know, team of all time. <laughs> the greatest team of all time in Barcelona and, and Messi and, you know, you know, as much as we had Ronaldo in those days, but you know they they had an absolutely phenomenal team. Spain won they the did. World Cup in those time and and things like that. So yeah, look, we've well, got to be completing in everything for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, I think Ten Hag last season tried to as well in a way. Like obviously, you could see he went for every, like that's why Bruno played every game. That like he went pretty yeah. much every every tournament. All right, we're gonna to move to the last stage. I just want one word answers. There's five quick questions here. We'll just, um, we'll go. Adam, Alex, myself, pretty much. We'll do it in that order and we'll do one word each kind of thing. Um so it's predictions. Who do we think is gonna be player of the season? Adam?
1: From Manchester United?
0: Yeah. All man United stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say Rashford again. All right, cool.
0: Rashford, Alex. Bruno. Yeah, cool. I was going to go with Bruno as well. I think he's probably going to have a super season now. Um, top goal scorer?
1: Adam. Oh, it has to be Rashford.
0: What? We can't get a Hoyland-Halland situation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah.
1: because I said, I said he has to score more than 30. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. 20. So I can't uh, contradict myself. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm going to go Rashford as well. Yeah, Rashford. Yeah. Awesome. Easy uh, answer. Breakout player of the season. Ah,
1: oh, out right. breakout player. I'm going
0: to go. Palistrini is actually it's going to be his yeah. Of the season. Pelistri. Yeah, I
1: think it'll be very good. I would have yeah, said Manu,
0: except for the fact that he got injured. So Pelistri. Yeah.
1: It's hard to get back in there, isn't it? For Manu, really. You know, he's got some good midfielders it's there, actually, he's only young. So.
0: And especially because he's coming like midway through the season, kind of situation mm-hmm. as well. It's like he yeah. would have hit our groove. Yeah um predictions for the first game against wolves
1: yeah uh, yeah well one word answer
0: oh well 3 could, nil. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean wolves are looking terrible at the moment so yeah, no, i nine, think we're going i, nine think, I it, think
1: we're going to bag a hat for early i believe we're
2: yeah. at home, right go, so it's central Trafford yeah, yeah so i'm going to go 3 i'll three say nil. 4 nil. nice Anyone up is
0: and last question are we going to win any trophies yes alex yes all right of course yes all right that is all for the podcast um once again i want to remind everyone adam has his own youtube and podcast called is it it's man, man
1: cave united
0: man cave united thank you um Definitely recommend joining any of the um state clubs that are in your state, wherever you're living. So obviously New South Wales has New South Wales, etc. Um and again, I just want to say thank you obviously for joining in, having the Man United chat with Alex and myself.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, man. I really like I love talking Manchester United, man. No matter where we are, it's you know you can see, I mean, as much as this is an audio, but I'm always smiling when we're talking United. And um, uh, you know, that that's the best thing about our the best thing about having you guys on and and our Man Cave United, like when you send me an itinerary of what the order we are, we're not like that at Man Cave United. We just talk like we are, like we walk into the cave. I literally come home from work, have a shower, get in the cave, Dean, we're on, and we just talk. So um, that, you know, that's what we're like. We just we talk like we're in the cave, and and that's it. You know, boys just getting together and having a chat, and that's that's what's good about. It. I love I love talking football, and I love talking. You know, Yoni, we talk a fair bit about football, and uh, you know, it's, mate, I'm so happy I've got to finally see you in person. Oh, not yeah, in person, yeah. but well, see you hopefully in we'll person.
2: see you at the United oh, it's game so in uh, scruffy's oh, yeah. at some point. Apologies yeah, so, that you had to, you had to witness him. We we do apologise on behalf of <laughs> Alex, I you joined you in you with our camera only... to begin not with. Not really, you excited. know,
1: what? I love his pa- I love his passion for football because after every game, he'll write a comment on our supporter club page, and he whether does. it's right or wrong. Uh, it's, it's always it's, right thank uh, <laughs> you. It's always good to see someone you know get in there and have his opinions and just talk football just talk United. And that's what's good about it man. You know, yeah, Manchester just so. a family. We're a big family and you know, I can't encourage that enough. You know, mm. get get out like you said, get out to your supporter clubs, enjoy everyone's company and you know, not many people can get to Old Trafford and um but by hanging around fellow supporters and mm. certainly like that
2: Agreed. and i think as well i've made some lifelong and close friends just by by virtual football and by by virtue of manchester United yeah. as well so i'll so, say oh, we're going yeah, really get mate, involved
0: just as an fyi oh yeah.
2: please <laughs> you bloody drive! you drive every time i'm in sitting you drive me around you're like my little Uber driver <laughs> I-, I need the money now
1: uh,
2: <laughs> all
0: good well once again thank you everyone and uh thank you for listening and like, subscribe, and whatever it is that they say. I don't know. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See you, boys. Thank
1: you for having me. See ya.